Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, guys. It's Tommy. And Angelica. And I'm Phil. And you're listening to Real Talk. We have a special guest. So listen, guys, we're going to be real with you. Um, A lot of controversy is going on in Bachelor Nation right now with uh, Rachel Kirkinell, Chris Harrison. There's a lot of talk about racism. Um, And we actually recorded a podcast last week and quickly erased it because we realized we can't talk about this. The fact is we are three white people talking about racism it, it, it's just not right. We got to get the perspective from a person of color, a black person. All right, so we are going to bring on our special guest. He is a Real Talk listener. He is an amazing person inside and out. We're literally obsessed with this guy. You probably have seen us post him on our uh, Real Talk Instagram. Did he win Let's a call prize? In. What? Yes. He, he won a prize. Yeah, mm-hmm. he won one of the uh, mm-hmm. giveaways too. Let's call him up. Hello? No! <laughs> What's You're up? on with us. You're on Real Talk. Woo! Uh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, guys. Oh my gosh, Nell, we love you so much. Wait, before we go any further, let's talk about your name because it's the funniest thing. When I finally spoke to him on the phone today, he was like, "Oh, by the way, my name isn't Nelly; it's Nell." So I literally just <laughs> corrected it today. Yeah, we've been literally calling him the wrong name. Yeah, we've after been... <laughs> communicating with him for over a year. I apologize hey, in advance because I always forget the names. Yeah, <laughs> in my head. for sure is going to continue to call you Nelly tonight. Yeah, just so you know, literally before the podcast, we were talking about you and stuff, and my dad just kept referring to you as Nelly, and we kept going, Nell, Dad, Nell. So, I'm going to try. I'm going to try hard. That's what we're it working is, with today. It is so okay. Trust me. Like, I've literally been called so many, like, nicknames throughout my life. Like, literally when you would, like, like send me like videos or voice memos or anything and you'll say Nelly I would like twitch a little bit I'll be like I gotta, oh I gotta tell him that it's Nell but, <laughs> but I it's okay I don't I don't I don't no, mind no but really Nell why care. why is your name on Instagram N-E-L-L-I-E because like Nelly is like my nickname but people don't really use it I was literally I literally only did that because there's an album by Nelly called Nellyville so my Instagram name is Nellyville but it doesn't oh. That makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that album. Oh, that does make sense. You forgot about that you album. What a weird thing album. to say in response to that. No, yeah. <laughs> I remember the album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, amazing. So we're so excited you're here. I want to hear about yeah. that. How did you first get into Big Brother? Just like tell me everything. Okay, so I am from Chicago. Um, I actually went to school at DePaul University, and I graduated like a couple of like two years ago. Um, not much to say. Chicago kind of sucks right now. It's like the highest age here right now. There's <laughs> literally piles of snow outside, and it's horrible. I hate it. Um, I'm also allergic to outside. I hate anything outdoors, so I hate to be out there anyway. So it's another reason to stay in the house. But Wait, literally I allergic? Do, no, I, no, no, no. Like, like, like he doesn't like it. 
Wow, sorry. <laughs> that went over my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, how are you allergic to outside? Oh. Wow, got it. No, no, no. Like literally, people will be like, oh, oh, like we're going camping. Do you want to come? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm allergic. I can't. Like I, I like I can't because I. No, and so meanwhile, it's weird that he didn't understand that because he does the same shit. He pretends he's allergic <laughs> to stuff that he's not allergic to yeah. just because he doesn't like it. Yeah, like mayo and mushrooms. Like if I don't like a food, I just pretend that I'm allergic to it. <laughs> that's so wild because so, I do the same thing <laughs> yeah so I, I fully support you even though it went over my head <laughs> that's so funny yeah that's literally me but um, I got into reality TV and everything I saw like Big Brother clips on YouTube um, like Big Brother 16 with like Zach and Frankie and Caleb yeah. and everything and I was like what is this <laughs> and I just kept on watching like YouTube clips and then I finally actually sat down and I watched the show and I was like, this is like the best thing on TV right now. So I didn't start watching until I think when I got into it, like BB20 was happening. So I finished. I So I went back and I started at Big Brother 14, Ian's season, and I watched all the way up until, you know, your season. And I have loved it. I think it's like the best reality show ever. And then watching that, I got into Survivor, something that I could never do in my entire life. And then Amazing Race and all the other things. Um, but yes, I was in like um, the finals for Big Brother. But um, it was difficult just because that's it literally happened right when COVID started. Yeah. So it was it was very weird. Um, and it's funny because they called me right on the day the schools closed. And I work at a school and the schools closed because of COVID. So they called me and they were like, um, hey, um, oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, I forgot his name, but he called me. He was, was like, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah from Big Brother. I was floored. I was like, um, hello. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, hey, we, we want to move you on further in the process. And I, I was shocked because the video I sent in, it was very ghetto. It was horrible. It was okay. something I, I was like, hi, my name is this, this and that. I want to be on the show. Okay, thanks, bye. It was literally, I didn't tell them anything about myself or anything. So I guess me being big worked out because then I had a Skype interview and he told me that he loved me. He thought I was funny. Um, and so I had to fill out this long packet or whatever, um, yeah. send that in to him. I was like, what Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like, am I just going to, am I going to be on it or no? And so then that's when they just decided to do like the all-star season. I was like, oh, fuck. I was so close. Sorry, I swear. I, I don't know if we can swear out no, there. No, you, <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Joker curses yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, yeah, but that happened. And then I was like, oh, it's okay. I, I enjoyed the All Star season to an extent, to yeah. an extent. But yeah, so I, they told me that I have to apply again. I haven't yet. I may. I haven't decided yet. Oh my gosh, you have to. Yeah, I was just going to say, you have to. You would be perfect. You really would. I would. I mean, we would really be freaking out if you got on the show. We would literally be your biggest supporters. We would We would be screaming from Staten Island. You would probably Thank hear you. it from the Big Brother house. Yeah. That's how loud we would be. Thank um, you. So, oh, by the way, also, you said your video wasn't great. It reminded me... Nick Macaron from oh, my season. The worst video the worst. in the history of auditions. <laughs> his video was literally he was like walking out of his bathroom. He he looks like he probably just like took a shit. Was walking out of the bathroom, takes out his phone. He's literally holding the phone underneath his chin. You just see like it's the worst angle in the world. But he's just talking, telling them about himself, and they just saw something in him. They saw how real he was. 
And that was all he needed to do. He was literally on the show from that tape. It's crazy. But, like, it's not a good tape. Like, you can't even see him. He's in the shadows. You could barely make out what he looks like. It's it's just not... It's not it. But he, he made it on. Does he know it's not good? Yes, he knows it's not good. Okay. If he, he doesn't, he's going to know that I think it's not good. Did you good, ever yeah. see it, Uncle Phil? <laughs> no. Uh, it does. He doesn't even make sense or speak English, and it's the weirdest thing I've yeah, ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, but but he, you know, he got on. So they see something in you. They 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 know when they know. That's it. Um, well, I just want to tell you, if you get a chance, look at Big Brother seven and ten. I know you started at fourteen. Those oh, two are ten great. Ten is sick. Yeah, ten is John's favorite. Ten is my favorite. It's nuts. The fighting that went on was literally out of this world. I've been wanting to watch season seven. Isn't season seven? Wasn't Janelle on that season? Yeah, it was the All Star season. She's amazing on that season. Amazing. Okay. Oh my yeah, gosh, you I'll... have to. Yeah. Um. All right. So you're watching The Bachelor right now, right? Love The Bachelor. I'm actually in lines with Angelica. I have no idea who Matt is. Literally, know nothing about him. I've only been watching the girls. Matt is completely. He's just so irrelevant. There. He's so irrelevant. No, but tonight I actually was obsessed with him. Like he did a couple of things that made me really respect him as a bachelor. I feel like he's doing a really good I'm job. I'm sure he Sending... did those great things, but I'm just so distracted by the what he does with his tongue in the whole episode <laughs> that I can't even listen to what he's saying. Yeah. Well, sending a Heather home was the right move. Yes, which is that whole Heather thing was so weird. Right. I feel really yeah. bad for her because that the producers were probably like, "Yeah, come out. We need you. Totally. <laughs> it's gonna make his like. It, she he's probably gonna be so happy listen, to see you. That I I'm sure the conversation with Hannah went on and she probably reached out, but they were probably really then pushing it once she yeah. reached out and like. I don't know. It was just weird and like stupid. I hate when right. they throw random shit in there. They built it up so much for her to just go home right away. Right. Like they shouldn't even <laughs> air it, honestly. They would have been more dramatic and more people like wanting to know, wait, why? Like it, like reading about it online. Right. You just shouldn't have aired it. I honestly felt so bad for Heather the way that they were coming at her and everything. Yeah. I was like, they really need to relax. And then she, she was only there. The fact that she drove herself, I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, that that she literally got in the van and drove herself. I was like, "Girl, you're gonna drive yourself in those shoes." I would have been. I know. <laughs> she had the best dress though. Her dress looks phenomenal. Wait, I wanted no. I wanted to say something about that tonight. Every single one of their outfits during the entire episode, like the dresses were all the best dresses that we've ever seen on the show. Well, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. No, so. the. At the at the last final because we had two yeah, ro- yeah, we yeah. saw two rose ceremonies this right. episode the last rose ceremony the dresses were on another level every <laughs> single one of them wow yeah I don't notice dresses honestly so I I didn't know but wow you would I never know you. your guy yeah I just, <laughs> it's just not not my thing. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we got a lot of controversy going on in Bachelor Nation. Nell, can you please like shed some light because we need to hear it. We need our listeners to hear it. Um, some perspective on what's going on in Bachelor Nation, what it means to the African American community, um, why what Chris Harrison did was so wrong, and why what Rachel did was so wrong. Ooh, I, I know am that's. So I'm like, we're we're going there. Like you know, we had this conversation. The three of us last week, but you know, like I said, we're three white people, so we got to hear it from your perspective. If you're open to talking about that with us, what do you? Yes, think? I'm excited. Tell um, us, tell us, shed light. <laughs> um. So first, I just want to say, 
um, from my point of view, I know it's probably really difficult for anybody who comes off of a reality show to come back into the world just because your life is being like portrayed in a completely different way. And then you don't know what's happening like on the outside, you know, people are looking everything, it looking up everything about you and all that. So I imagine it's very, very difficult for anybody to come off of a reality show and then re-enter the world. Um, I think I do feel bad for Rachel. Um, I believe in forgiveness. I believe that you, you should forgive somebody, but you should never forget what they do. There's a difference in forgiving somebody and forgetting what they do. If you forget yeah. what they've done, then it can happen again. Um, so what she did, um, I do see where people are like, oh, you know, it could have just been a theme party and it happened at this time. I think that the fact that it happened in 2018 is even bigger because if you didn't know, 2018 was one of the biggest years of racism. 2018 was a year where viral racist acts were, were just exploding, where people were just being rude to Black people in a coffee shop or, you know, police brutality, all that stuff. 2018 was the year of everything. Like, even at my college, like, people were writing, like, F, like, the N-word in front of our library. And I walked past and I would see that. Like, that was the year everything was crumbling. It was actually, like, 2016 to 2018. And I believe a lot of that could be associated with Trump. But, you know, I, I you know, I'll, I'll stand back on that. But those parties were happening in that year. And I think it's... I also allegedly it's because of the what it represented. It represented old South. It represented the fact that old white people would dress that way. And it would be different if a black person went to any of those parties, but they didn't because God knows what would happen if they did because it was not for them. Mm -hmm. So for me, her doing that, that is a blatant racist act now. Um, do I think that she should be attacked and everything for that? No. Do I think that people should know about it? Of course. Yeah. I don't care that it happened back in the day or anything. That's another thing. No matter what it is, any act of racism, whether it's from the past or present, needs to be brought up now. Yeah. If we don't talk about it, then nothing will be fixed about it. Like that's the, It's hard to educate people on something that they don't go through. So we have to continuously bring up examples of what it means to be racist, whether that's you dressing up and going to a party or anything. If it's offending a community, it's offending a community. Yeah. Um, now with Chris did what any other host of a TV show would do. He was trying to protect somebody and himself and the image of the bachelor, I think as well. Oh my God, I have to burp. This is going to be disgusting. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. So I love you. I'm sorry. Wait, no, that's um, amazing that you just burped. Like, in the middle of this, like, you know, very heavy convo. I, I actually am obsessed with it. <laughs> okay. I, I do that all the time. Burping um, intermission. We're done. Great. Love it. <laughs> yeah, but no, um, I think that um, something that Chris said, um, he was like, it's different, you know, now that we're in 2021, it's different, you know, than it was in 2018. And to be fair, that is correct. There's a lot of more education for like racism and everything that we have now as opposed to 2018, but it still doesn't really matter because 2018 was still a progressive year as opposed to what we were going through back in like just the early 2000s, you know? So mm -hmm. I think people were educated enough to know right or wrong. 
And I get it, Rachel grew up in a very small town, like coming, I don't even know where that is. Like I've never even heard of it. And I assume that it's a very small town. Also, Georgia does not have a great reputation when it comes to being progressively diverse and everything and where they fall on the spectrum of, you know, support for a different community. Um, So in that aspect, I understand, but I still think that you know the difference between right and wrong and you know, like, you know just how you're supposed to treat people. Um, And now I'll go to the reason she's being treated this way. So the African-American community, I can speak as a whole, and if anybody has anything else that if they disagree with me, which I don't think that they will, we are genuinely just tired of everything. We are tired of being lenient. We're tired of hearing people out, which is something that like you guys said and Chris said, and in a way I understand, we should be having conversations. We should just be sitting down with people and explaining like why this is wrong. But for us, we've been doing that our entire lives. We've constantly been saying why police just killing an innocent black person is wrong or why black people being discriminated against is wrong or why associating one black person with an entire African-American stereotype is wrong. We've been screaming it at the top of our lungs forever, even since like the free, even since the slaves were free. We've been saying that, yo, we're equal. Right. So like, like, let's have a conversation and I can get you to understand where we are. And while there are people who understand, like the meaningful people, they don't care. And that is what makes it difficult for us. So then when these things happen, we're gonna explode it. Now, now we've gone to that point where we're gonna explode it. We're gonna make it seem, we're gonna make it pop just so people can have to honestly see, yo, this is offending us and we're not gonna step down. We're not gonna be like, oh, we feel bad for her. Or we're gonna understand where she's coming from. You know, oh, just a party. Oh, she's probably didn't know what she was doing. Like, no, fuck that. We're not gonna just go into our little corners anymore and just take it with a grain of salt and just lie down because that's what we've been doing like our entire lives, you know? Police brutality happens, like an innocent black person dies. We march, we protest, and then it dies down like a month later or so and people don't talk about it anymore. And that's what's been going on. Like um, an innocent black person gets killed or uh, there's a big racist act that happens in the mall or the club or something, or like you'll see an innocent black person get killed and it's on the news. And I can literally imagine the families at home being, oh, that's so sad. And then they change the channel. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's not, it's like people just don't, it's not that they don't care, but like, there's no action. And like, it's all on us and we're going to take action. And that's where we are now. We have to. And yes, there are trolls that attach themselves to any situation just to escalate it. But behind that, there are real true people who are truly offended by what she did. And the only way to bring light of it is to make a huge deal out of it. If we didn't, we wouldn't get anything <laughs> like yeah. and that's just the basis of it. Like we wouldn't get anything out of it. We wouldn't get people to kind of take a step back and understand where we're coming from. But that's also, again, some people still aren't going to because they feel like she shouldn't be attacked. And that's kind of like the juggle between it. Like yeah. we're attacking her because all of our other, like all the other things that we tried to get our voices heard have not been working. Right. Like we just be silent. We've just been silenced, and we've just like with cancel culture, nobody wants to hear us anymore. It mm-hmm. feels like we've been climbing an uphill battle, and we get nowhere. Right. You know, 
No, honestly, no. I totally hear what you're saying. I feel like holding people accountable, it makes sense. Um, sometimes people see it as extreme. Like, should Chris Harrison lose his job because of this? I hear people say that, and I understand that point, but if it becomes okay, then no one learns from the lesson. It's kind of like I, like I was having a conversation about this this week, and I compared it to having a strict parent that actually follows through with punishments mm. um, versus a parent who might say, that's not right, you can't do that. But if you don't follow through with the punishment, can the child learn? Can people learn? So I've heard people say, Rachel went to this party. Was her intention evil or was it pure? Was it just to be a dumb college kid and go to a party? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe her intention was just to be a dumb college kid, but the college kids are adults and they should know better. And maybe now the next college kid, because the truth is Rachel back then in 2018 probably didn't know that she was going to be a huge public figure and be on The Bachelor and that this would all come out and she would be held accountable and it would be a very difficult time of her life. She probably didn't know that then. But there's going to be another girl that's going to college now and maybe she won't go to that Old South party because she now learned from Rachel's mistakes. So it's it's tricky that it, it's, it sucks that Rachel has to go through this difficult time, sure, but it's important to hold people accountable because that's how society learns from mistakes is is am i on the right track here what do you think about yes that? yes you're hitting the nail on the head and i completely agree with everything that you're saying the thing when you're saying like with the strict parent and everything that is definitely something that we're going through in society right now it's always been like oh you know this is wrong we're gonna fix it we're gonna do something about it and then it just dies down and then the situation happens again and then it's like oh you know it's back but you know we're working on it you know we're gonna take care of it then it dies mm-hmm. down and then it's back. That's like, that's been like the reoccurring thing when it comes to how African-Americans or how any group is treated that's not the ideal or like the quotation normal group of what it means to be an American in the United States. You're always seen as different. And I think that if, I don't know the answer. No one really does, to be yeah, honest. No one like, knows it's, the it's, answer. I that's hear the, you. That's, yeah. the, that's the hard thing. No one knows the actual answer of what will fix this issue. And part of that is because it's been a part of our society for so long with people just not fixing the issue. Right. And we're like, what do we do at this point? We can't just keep on talking and nothing happens. The last few reality shows that have aired this season of The Bachelor, um, Big Brother All-Stars, my season of Big Brother. Uh, reality shows today, they're, you know, they're a society under a magnifying glass, and therefore, racial bias comes out on these shows. It does. It's been, it happens today because that's what's going on in society. So we're being forced to face it. With being held accountable comes a lot of hateful messages as well. That's part of what it is. Um Going through an experience like this, like what Rachel's going to go through right now, what people went through on Big Brother All-Stars, what my season of Big Brother went through, it is difficult, but I am grateful that it happened to me. I am grateful what that for that experience because I do feel like it pushed me to grow, and I do feel like it pushed me to face the racial bias that I just had because I'm I grew up white. That's it. Like I, I just don't know other perspectives. That's the truth. 
So um, I'm grateful I'm, for being faced oh, with sorry, it. I, don't, I am. I don't want. I don't want to cut you off or anything. Um, but also, I'm so glad that you said that, just because I was also thinking about your season and how. Like there was a, the big, you know, brouhaha in the world about, you know, the racist things that happened yeah. on the show and everything. From what I saw just watching, there was so much protection of Jack and Jackson of whether or not they did it or whether or not it did happen or whatever. There was so much like, oh, no, I know them. They would never do that, that there was so much protection over them that it kind of outshined the situation and it should outshine David and like Kimmy and all that, whether or not it did or did not happen. It felt like that they were just alienated, alienated. I can't say, I can't yeah. speak. Like they just felt like there was no support for them. And that's kind of, that was a kind of big thing for it too. Cause whether or not it did or did not happen, it felt like they had no support. Right. And like, that's kind of goes back into the whole African-American community as a whole. We feel like, we had no support. And while we do have, like, of course, the people that align with us, it never seems to be enough. And it's funny that that, re like, relates to what happened in your season of Big Brother and also, like, just reality TV in general. There always seems to just be just, like, one Black person or, you know, a couple yeah. of Black people just to throw in, like, a little bit of, a little bit of brown, a little bit of color just to throw up in there. And then, they always seem to be the ones that's targeted or attacked. Um, not to say that it happens, you know, intentionally, but it is something to be said that it does happen that way. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. I remember like being in the house. I didn't even think about that. It just what didn't cross my mind, but that's the point. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, that's like, that's a big thing. White people and everybody, you won't think about that. It's not the th type of thing that you think about because you don't go through it. Right, People exactly. who have yes. different pri privileges, like I'll say like a straight male, they won't think about what it's like to go down the street holding hands with their partner. Whereas, yeah. you know, you like walking down, holding Joey's hand or something, you may have one person that looks at you the wrong way just right. because you just so happen to be gay. Um, and that's the, and that's where it all like dwindles down to. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just tough. <laughs> it's just yeah, tough. I and know. It's hard. It's I'm hard. Really like, um, oh, sorry. No, keep going. I didn't no, you're good. No, you're good. Go ahead. Um, all right. I just, I just, I'm really like anxious to see what's going to happen on this season of The Bachelor because we saw in tonight's episode, the chemistry between Rachel and Matt, it's like, I feel feel like butterflies watching them on my TV screen and I'm rooting for them. I want them to be together, but I don't know, like, I don't know how a couple would be able to make it through what's going on right now. So I'm just really anxious to see what happens because the fact is this is history. We have our first black bachelor ever. It's amazing. He's an amazing person. He has represented the community so well with the way that he handled Abigail, with the way that he handled Kit, um, with the way that he handled Heather. I feel like tonight we really saw him being tested and he always rose to the occasion and, you know, handled himself I, amazingly. So I, I'm rooting for them. I just don't know how I'm, any new couple could make it through this. So I'm, I'm just so anxious to see what happens. Um, I haven't read like the spoilers or anything, so I don't know who wins, but I would think that if Rachel wins or something like that, 
I think even if if she doesn't, if she makes it, if she made it decently far, I would like to hear Matt speak about this or give yeah. his opinion about it. Yeah. I would like to hear exactly what he thinks, especially since we've seen their connection is definitely strong. And I yeah. think they definitely have feelings for each other. So I would definitely love to hear where he stands in this. I think mm-hmm. that will give a whole different perspective on it as yeah. well, just because he knows her a little bit more personally than just everybody who's just assuming on like on the internet and everything. So I would love to, I really want to hear him speak about it. And yeah. I think that it could not come at a better time than to speak about it now. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also love Michelle. So if he winds up with she, either one of she them, should win, love her, end up with like a nice wholesome teacher. Yeah, like their their life will be so simple. That she hot air balloon win. date was the cutest one. All right, cool. Well, listen, Nell, I just want to thank you for like coming on and talking about this with us. I I want to commend your honest honestly your bravery because it takes a lot of guts to, you know, it's I hear all the time and I understand that it's not a black person's job to educate white people. And that's why it's our responsibility as white people to go out and educate ourselves. But conversations like this really do go a long way. So I do want to say thank you for putting yourself out there and being willing and open to have the conversation with us. Um, I I feel like I'm learning every single day and growing every single day. And I hope that that can happen for our listeners and that they can understand and get some perspective as well. Um, of course. And thank you guys for having me. One thing that I was very proud to like take with this experience is that being uncomfortable, it makes you grow. And that's just how it is. You have to have these uncomfortable talks. You have to have these uncomfortable situations in order to grow as a person and understand what the other group is saying. And, and does it suck and does it feel weird? Yes, it's going to feel weird, but also is going to help you understand. And like you said, Tommy, it's never like just an African-American's job to educate, but it's also our job to make you see why it's wrong. And I couldn't be happier that you guys had me on here to talk. I'm excited that you are open to having me on here. I'm, I'm so grateful. I really am now. Thank you. You're amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we love you so much. Um, and looking ahead, we have American Idol coming up. You watched this week, Dad, Yes, right? I did. <laughs> I know he took his notes. <laughs> did you watch <laughs> now or no? American Idol? Oh, my God, yes. I love Katy Perry. She's like my spirit animal. But I know. I did see She's it. She's awesome. I love it. Now, you know it's so funny that I actually hated her living, breathing guts before American Idol, and now I love her. <laughs> no, I actually love her. The show made me like her. I don't know why. Did you like the cat the cat walks they were doing? Oh, my God. I was that so funny. Was on another level. Oh, my. It's funny because the guy that did it, Mario, I actually, like, follow his YouTube and, like, his life. So I knew him before no way. Like, he was on there. And I was like, wow, what the hell? Like, why? Like, I, like, it was just so funny. It was just something that added something to this show. But I love American Idol. And I, to be honest, I think that brought something new. Like, having her on there brought something new because I thought it really died after a while. Like, after losing, like, the original judges, I was like, man, this is going to suck. And it really, yeah. it really was bad for a couple of years, I think. And I think they just kind of gave it new life and... Katy Perry, like, I'm actually with Angelica. I did not like her that very much after, like, her work with, like, Firework and all that stuff. 
And like after that, I was just kind of like, oh, Katy Perry, she's like that firework girl, right? Like I, I knew of her, but I didn't, I wasn't nuts about her. And then I found out that she's making more than Lionel Richie and the other country guy, I can't think of his name, but she's making more than they are. Yeah, like, who is that other combined. country guy? I don't even know. <laughs> Do any of us know who that other country guy is? Luke Bryan. Oh, okay, got it. I thought none of us knew. I was about to What? Literally... Are you joking? Well, I know that my dad didn't know. I didn't know. No, I was thinking didn't you know. didn't know? No, no I, he made I, a face. I, I, I know no, he didn't. No, no. What happened was I was thinking of the other country guy that was on before him, and I couldn't. I was like, no, it's not him. That's not him. That's not him. The only issue yeah. I have with American Idol, I've been loving these new seasons. Um, My number one favorite not who i think is going to win because i've gotten used to and understanding that they never pick who you actually want to win and it's completely rigged but my favorite always comes in like third place so it's very mm. frustrating that makes sense but whatever i know like julia gargano and it's was so it's last year. so hysterical my favorite is always the most successful person out of that season Wow. Mm-hmm. Like Gabby Barrett, so successful right now. Wow. The only successful person from the, Who knows Maddie Poppy? No one. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Maddie Poppy? No. And she no. won over Gabby Barrett. Like, who has that song out right now? I'll play. I need to play it for a second because everybody will know exactly what song this is right now. And wow. this was my number one girl on American Idol. This is Gabby Barrett. Oh, Just my God. Just one sentence. Wait, I don't know this song. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I hope she cheats yes. like you did on yeah. me. That song. That's so that I just song. That's say, Gabby Barrett. Cheats like you did on me. Yeah. Wait, that's not Carrie Underwood? Nope, that's Gabby Barrett. Oh my God, Tommy. He's he knows that's not Carrie Underwood. He's having a hard time tonight. Oh, that was maybe next time he'll think before he yeah. cheats. Oh no, that's a completely oh different song. Anyway. I like her. She's amazing. Wow. Anyway, so my point is, and I have multiple other examples. My point is that they never pick the person you want, and they always pick these random people that suck. Yeah, I I hear that. Well, I'm I've always been I've happens. always been a Katy Perry fan. Got it. I've okay. always right, liked great. her. Nice, thanks. Amazing. Wait, wait, wait. I love how he brings, <laughs> you know. he brings the light back to Katy. I have this. That's how I am now. Now he. He has his notes, and that's it. He so, can't stick go to off the paper. Script. So yeah. I want to ask you guys, you, who watched it last night, who was your favorite last night? Obviously, it wasn't a great night. There was a couple. I had. I thought four of them were great. Well, four of them were very good, and two others were okay. But who was your favorite? I don't know, but I thought me? a lot of people sucked and got through. Yeah, me too. That's <laughs> why. <I> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was there were some amazing people. But I think all of the people who went through last night that didn't suck were equivalently as good as the other. I don't think that there was any person that, that was last amazing. night wowed me and was like, right. that really stood out to I me. I completely agree. There was the girl that sat down at the piano with the curly hair. She had like a lighter curly hair, short. She was a little bigger. You're you know talking, talking about DJ about? And, and she messed the song up. She messed the song up. Do you see what his fingers <laughs> are <laughs> doing? She messed the song up and had to do it. Her yes, father came yes, and gave her I hug. liked her. She was okay. She's one of the okay ones. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I thought Claudia was okay. She was pretty bad, but well, hopefully she gets better. <laughs> I she was really bad. Better. Yeah. The second song was better. I really like Benson. I really like Nia. Oh, yes. I was going to say him. I loved him. He was like the first one, and I loved him. Yeah. I like his flips, too. He did very good flips. Mm-hmm. Um, very good 
I also like Very Grace. I thought Grace was I thought, he said, I thought he said lips. I was going to be like, wow. <laughs> you I was like, we'd love to see it. <laughs> and then Jason. So I, those are the four. I had Benson, Grace, Nia, and, and, um, and Jason were the four. That I have I have very very mixed emotions about Jason because I watched him on The Voice and his entire journey with that and I didn't love him. Right. He 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 has a great he's he's an amazing singer I think and he's very like emotional and very soulful so I give that to him. But since I watched him on The Voice, I'm very like. Eh. Okay. So so I I, I, I hadn't oh, okay. seen him on The Voice. So what I didn't, was his journey yeah, on yeah. The Voice? I he he actually made it sound like he acted very bad that he lost I so so he was on when he, he auditioned and i think he got a three or four chair turn and he picked alicia and he did um he did his battle i forgot the guy he battled with but they sang hello it was actually one of the best battles i've ever seen on the voice it was really amazing and he was even crying while he was singing it and it was good but the other guy won and i don't remember if he got saved or not um but I did read that after, like, he had, he gave his whole speech after he, like, got let go and everything, and he didn't react to it too well. It said that he was very dramatic backstage, and he didn't treat, you know, people right after he got um, oh wow kicked, after he got kicked off. And he even said on American Idol, like, that was his past, and he's grown from that and everything. I didn't see that. The only reason I had mixed feelings about him is just because... I, I, you know, we've seen him before, so that's why I'm just like, you know, right? How like, does he get on that show you, to the other show? Yeah, usually yeah, that doesn't yeah, yeah. happen. Usually, it's one right? show per career. One per, yeah. show per career. Yeah, like that's <laughs> like, you're saying you're done. You never see people bounce around from show to show. That's not true at all. What the they challenge? Yeah, but the challenge is Survivor. different. Its whole point is to bring people in. Yeah, but Survivor. Sometimes you see people jump from and Survivor, every a big one of these Bachelor and I, Bachelor and Bachelorette girls get no. their own listen, shows. Listen, he's wrong again. Joe Joe Fletcher had a fixer upper <laughs> show. Ben and Lauren had yeah. Ben and Lauren's happily ever after. They always get. He's having shows. a bad night tonight, Joe. Uh, he's He's really well, off. I think I'm doing good. <laughs> um, no, no. <laughs> well, anyway, I guess that's American Idol. Uh, challenge is it's the best season. I love the challenge. The best season. It's After the best he's season. been shitting on it for five consecutive Literally, weeks. thank you. I was like, yeah. Tommy, it's so funny that you were like, you know, I really just don't like the challenge. I don't even want to talk about it. Can we just talk about the bachelor? And then literally like next episode, you're like, I'm obsessed with the challenge. I was like, you just know, said that you didn't clicked. like it. No, he hated it this whole time. I've been loving it, it the whole clicked. time. I've been thinking it's a great Casey's challenge. Casey's a beast. I'm obsessed with her. Um, yeah, I'm so happy Casey. she has a gold skull. I can't wait to watch. It's on two days. Yeah, in yeah. two days. And we don't do a podcast until the week after. We're going to forget everything about it. All right, we'll see. Right. Calm down. Um, we'll anyway, the schedule up. So, right. the, so Big Brother now yeah. is, is doing auditions. So now make sure you send in your, uh, your tape. Yeah, you have to. I guess. <laughs> no, you, you have, have to. to. And you don't even need to get good lighting. You don't even need to prop it up. You could literally pull a Nick Macaron and just walk around your house, hold the phone right underneath your chin and say whatever the heck you want. Yep. They're going to fall in love with you. I mean, I'll literally just do what I did last time. I'll be like, hey, I'm sure you remember this incredible fat face. I'm back again. So, <laughs> Are you going to make Joey audition? Joey, you going to audition for Big Brother? I mean, he's got to speak up a, on the camera. No, I don't know if they. Yeah, I don't know if uh, 
you know, whispering in the DR. I don't know if that run that will work for them. <laughs> Joey whispers. There's always a first. Yeah. Wow, imagine, imagine me and Joey on the same season. Would you be on my, would, that would you be, be jealous? What, if Joey was on uh, Big Brother? No, I would never be jealous. I would be his biggest cheerleader. I would be freaking out. You'd be obsessed? Yeah, the same way that I would be if Nell was on. Nice. Literally, but we're going to bug out. What about if Nell, John's on? you're going to get on. What about if John's on? I would, I would, I would try out. to work with Joey, but I feel like part of me would want to evict him first week, too. <laughs> oh, Joey, he's going he's gonna to evict yeah. him first week. I'm dead. <laughs> Nell's been evicting Joey first week, he said? Yeah, well, Nell, you just... Laid your cards out all on the table. <laughs> now it's a now it's a run for who get who gets the just, first it was, It's only just it's only just because he would have Tommy support too, and I was like, oh yeah, know, I get great. it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it. My undying support or un whatever. <laughs> un whatever. Un whatever. Like un. Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Unwavering. Yeah, that's it. Thanks, Joey. Undying support. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not good at vocabulary. I have one more question for you. Um, do you know where the naval uh, um, boot camp is in Chicago? Oh Wait, what? what? No one. Are Wait, you kidding what? me? <laughs> what a weird question. No, I'm asking if he knows where the boot camp is. This is a podcast about reality TV. You're asking him about the Navy boot camp. All right. But okay, you, if, but we're gonna throw, if we're going to throw random shit in this episode, then I want to throw in that everybody needs to go watch WandaVision, even if they're not Marvel fans, because it's amazing. It okay, is amazing. I'm going to watch the it. The last episode, Friday's episode, was out of this world. Did you watch it? <laughs> yeah, I just watched it today. It was insane, no? Well, I thought it was great. It. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. All right. No, I was only asking because Philip was going to be there in the Navy. Where? And in Chicago. Okay. And that's why he's Oh, he at, is? Yeah, that's yeah. where he's going. Oh, now I guess I'm coming to visit you because uh, Philip's moving to Chicago, it looks like. Well, that's where boot camp is. Yeah, well, oh, okay. All right. So, oh, my God. I literally have no clue what you're talking about, but oh, my God. If you're sliding to the city, hit me up. And yeah. you yeah. I'm dead. Now, thank you so much for coming on. We love you so much. You're amazing. We hope you get on Big Brother. We will be our, your biggest cheerleaders when you do. Um, and guys, write in your questions to realtalkpodcast.com. It's been real. Thanks, yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye now. Thanks. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.